The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company. How is it that I sponsor it? Well, it's by telling you about the services that I offer, design services like presentation design, website design, cover art for your podcast. If you need a website set up for your podcast so you don't have to worry about the web stuff, but just you can start podcasting, contact me through all the normal means that I share in this episode and we can work something out great for you. You have a message that deserves to look great, so make your next message look or sound great by hiring me to design stuff for you. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 12, How to Remove Noise with Audacity. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us or joining me again for another episode of the Audacity Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. Hey, if you're on Twitter, follow me. I am The Ramen Noodle on Twitter. I also have that comedy podcast over at theramennoodle.com and uh, the other podcast, Are You Just Watching from areyoujustwatching.com, where everything is all at noodle.mx. Audacity is an awesome tool, and you know that I podcast with Audacity, and you know, I hope you know, that my podcasts sound cool. Well, some of that is recording technique, some of that's hardware, and some of it is processing that I've learned to do after the fact. But there is a problem that faces all of us. Well, I would say almost all of us. The only people that this problem doesn't face are those people who have the money, and we're talking like big bucks here kind of money, in order to build their own studio. Like, not just a studio in their basement, but like an official podcast or radio studio with soundproof walls and soundproof doors, and so that like you can't even hear a pen drop kind of studio. Well, you could hear a pen drop. Whatever the case, it would be a very quiet studio. You probably don't have the money or the means to build that kind of thing. So how can you get a good quality recording and avoid the problem that you would face if you don't have a high quality studio? I'll tell you about that problem in just a moment. How's that for suspense? Before we get into that, I want to tell you about my sponsor, GoToMeeting from Citrix. GoToMeeting is the most popular and the least expensive and most affordable way to host meetings online. Now, just by hosting meetings online, you're already saving lots of money, lots of travel, lots of trouble, and lots of hassle over traveling to meetings and hosting meetings at different locations and getting people together. Just host a meeting online with GoToMeeting. It's the best way to increase your productivity and cut costs. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For the special offer, visit gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts. That's gotomeeting.com slash techpodcasts for your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting by Citrix. Now, what's that problem that you face? Let me demonstrate for you 
the kind of problem you face. Now, do not adjust your radio. Don't start tapping things thinking something is messed up. But I will demonstrate for you a common problem that you will probably face. And that problem is background noise in your podcast and maybe also just being in a room where when you record your podcast, you feel like you kind of have to yell because your recording isn't coming out very well and you don't like being close to the microphone, but you need to make sure that the microphone picks you up. Or maybe you talk really quietly and when you have to try and fix the volume later, it just it ends up sounding really bad and just you hear room echo noise and all of this. Now, I demonstrated that by turning on a fan next to my computer. I do not recommend that you have a fan next to your computer like that or in any way blowing on the microphone. A fan may be in the room, but it's going to generate noise. Noise is an issue that we all deal with. Regardless of how much your equipment costs, you'll still have some level of noise you have to deal with in the room. Unless you build a totally soundproof recording studio, you're going to have noise. Noise could come from a whole lot of different sources, and you might have it for a whole lot of different reasons. One thing to consider in removing noise, let's talk about first some things before the software. Okay, this is before you record your podcast. There are some things that you need to consider in order to remove noise. First, because it's always easiest to remove noise before you record rather than after. But I'll show you how to do it after as well. First, to remove noise, look for things in the room generating noise. Fans, air conditioners. Every time I record a podcast, I always go Upstairs, my studio right now is in the basement. I always go upstairs and turn off the air conditioner because it is rather noisy down here. Just above my head and to the right is an air conditioning vent that if it were running right now, you would be hearing the subtle hiss behind my voice of the air conditioner. It is noticeable. So you could turn off the air conditioner. In order to avoid that, I would certainly turn off any fans or anything like that generating noise within the room. Sometimes you may need to just consider moving rooms. As a test, in my house, I've been thinking about moving my studio. The reason is because of how much noise the air conditioner generates. I recorded a little sample. Now, this isn't with studio equipment. This is with my Zoom H4n, which has a condenser microphone. And I'll talk about a condenser microphone in a moment. But so this sound is a little bit exaggerated, but I recorded this just so I could compare the noise levels between downstairs and in this particular extra bedroom upstairs where I'm considering moving my studio. Now, in Downstairs, I have carpet and flat walls, but I've got a lot of stuff in the room, some furniture. So it's not an empty room. There's, there are lots of things in here, but I don't have any padding or any carpet on the walls, just carpet on the ground, and I'm at a wooden desk. And then upstairs, where I recorded, had a bed, a desk, some, uh, 
some books and I put the recorder on a nightstand, spoke about equal distance from the microphone that time as when I brought the recorder downstairs and recorded. Now, both times I left the air conditioner running because I wanted to see how different the air conditioner sounded between the two different rooms. So listen to this. And remember, this is a little bit exaggerated because of the kind of microphone I was using. And I'll explain that in a bit. But I want you to hear some difference. And hopefully this will come out in the recording that you'll be able to hear this difference between the two different rooms. So first I'm upstairs and I have some silence so you can listen to just the noise of upstairs. Then I'm downstairs where my studio currently is and I have some silence where you can listen to the noise. The air conditioner is running just the same between the two. I walked straight from one to the other and paused in between. So here it goes. Take a listen to this. I'm recording now in the upstairs bedroom just to see what kind of noise is being generated in here. You might have needed headphones for that, but here, I'll try and make it a little easier for you to pick out the noise by pausing and playing just on the noise itself. Right now, nothing's playing. Here's the noise. Now I've paused it again. Hopefully you can hear that. Now here's the difference of when I came downstairs and recorded in the same approximate location where my microphone would be, and I spoke the same distance from the microphone. Listen to this. And now I'm in the basement to see how the recording sounds down here. Can you hear more noise that time? Listen to it again. Here's just the noise. That's pretty bad. And if I level my noise, or if I normalize, not my noise, but my audio, it makes it even a bit worse because I am giving a global amplification to my audio. Listen now as I've normalized it. Here's downstairs. Here's upstairs. Downstairs. Upstairs. So you can see why I'm considering moving my studio. That may need to be a consideration for you is move to somewhere quieter. But then again, you might not be able to move somewhere quieter. So consider just turning off the air conditioner, if possible, while you're recording. This also encourages you to not get too long-winded or else you start getting really hot and sweaty and uncomfortable recording. Now, there are things you can get that you can put over the air conditioner vent that help muffle the sound or some sheets that you could put up between your microphone and the air conditioning vent. There are different things like that that you could do. And if you've got ideas for that or things that you've tried or if you want to try some things and send me back some information of what you've tried, call that in to 859-353-4332 or email feedback at noodle.mx. If you email it, especially it would be fantastic if you include an audio sample of what it was like before you tried it and what it was like after you tried whatever fix that you try. So try to minimize the noise by turning things off that are in the room. 
Also consider if you're recording with a laptop computer like I record with, that laptop computer has a fan in it. That's bringing a fan very close to your microphone. Make sure that your microphone is pointed away from the laptop computer. And if possible, try and run it in ways that it's not trying to cool itself down too much. So make sure it's elevated nice. It's got plenty of ventilation. But sometimes you just can't get away from the laptop noise. So try and move your microphone as far away from the laptop as you can. If that's just not a possibility, consider also changing what kind of microphone you use. Now, there are two kinds of microphones that are very popular. There are condenser microphones and there are dynamic microphones. The differences between the two of them are in how they pick up the sound. Condenser microphones traditionally pick up a really good range of sound, and that is that it gets the low parts of your voice. Like if I go low, it gets the nice depth of the voice, and yet it gets the higher sounds too. Dynamic microphones usually don't get that nice, low, full sound to the voice. However, the microphone that I use, which is what many other podcasters use, is a Heil PR40. It is a dynamic microphone. So it does well at picking up those low tones in the voice. I definitely recommend this microphone, but it's $325 from Amazon. Now, I'll have a link to it in the show notes over at the audacitypodcast.com slash 12. But just in case you aren't interested in spending or prepared to spend that much money on a microphone, I'll give you some tips for how to remove noise in a little bit. But let me tell you the difference between the two microphones besides the quality of sound that you get is also how much sound you get because the microphones pick up sound differently. And by the way, a condenser microphone requires phantom power. So you might need a preamp or a mixer that you can plug that into. Dynamic microphones don't. But in either case, condenser microphones pick up room noise really well. The condenser microphone or the microphone on my Zoom H4n in that sample recording between upstairs and downstairs is a condenser microphone. So it was perfect for picking up the room noise. I wanted it to pick up the room noise because I wanted to compare between the two different rooms. However, if you're trying to record a podcast and environmental sound doesn't matter to you, then try to avoid a condenser microphone. You know a really popular one? is the MXL 990. Don't get that. If you have it, get something else, please. Amazon sells some cheap dynamic microphones that can give you better quality for studio recording. However, when would you want to use a condenser microphone? Well, if you're out somewhere where you want to capture the environment, like you're at a coffee shop or you're outside in nature or some place where you want to capture the ambiance of the setting, use a condenser microphone because it picks that up. For studio recording, you don't want that extra noise, the sound of just the room, the sound of the hiss of different equipment around you and such. So consider 
switching what kind of microphone you're using. Another thing to consider about room noise, and when I say room noise, I don't just mean the hiss of equipment around you, but room noise like that reverb sound is get closer to the microphone. I'll adjust my settings here on my microphone to illustrate how many podcasters do this. Right now, I'm talking about three or four inches away from my microphone. What I'm about to do is I will turn up my microphone gain. That's its sensitivity. I'm going to turn that up on the mixer and get some distance between me and the microphone. I want you to hear the difference and see if you can hear some different room noises. And listen closely, especially if you can, try to wear some headphones to hear this. Okay, now I am about 18 inches away from the microphone. And I am coming in at just a little bit louder than I was. I've got the gain all the way up. This is the way that many people try to record a podcast, is they don't like being very close to the microphone because they're concerned about popping their T's and P's, their plosives, they're called. But when you have the gain like this, it's really easy, first of all, to overpower the microphone just with a laugh. I just now overpowered the microphone. Not sure if you heard it, but my meters were blinking at me saying, dude, calm down. You're overpowering the microphone. What you're also hearing in this is some of the room noise that just comes from standing farther away from the microphone. People will often try this if they're using one microphone and two hosts, is they'll have the microphone farther away and they'll just turn the volume up. But the problem, as I hope you're getting the idea, is you're hearing a lot more of the room noise. It sounds like I am in a room somewhere, and it's kind of echoing off the walls, off the tables, off the furniture a little bit. So I'm getting some of this room noise. You can reduce some of this by adding more soft furniture or ways that deflect sound, like bookcases are great, with books, by the way, are good ways of doing that. A problem, too, when I have the microphone set like this, is it's picking up a lot of other noises. To give you an example, I just knocked a disc off of my desk. Or here, I will pour some water away from the microphone, and you'll probably be able to hear it. You can hear my belt creak as I move around. You can hear me sliding stuff around. Try not to record your podcast like this. So now I'm back to my normal position, and that is just a few inches away from the microphone and my gain set lower so that it's not being hypersensitive. Don't be afraid to get close to the microphone. Just don't get too close so that it's catching all of your plosives. Those are the the pops of air that come from P's and T's and letters like that. They're called plosives, and they cause that boom into the microphone. So get closer to the microphone, and that can fix it. Some people, though, think 
that having a compressor limiter gate will reduce the noise. Not really, because you have to understand what a compressor limiter gate does. Well, we've talked about that in episode five of the Audacity to Podcast. So if you want to review software compressor limiter gate, go back to the audacitytopodcast.com slash five, and you can listen to the information there on a software compressor, dynamic compressor that I recommend for Audacity. But what you can't do with a compressor, or a gate really, it's the gate that I'm talking about specifically, you can't remove noise. All that a gate does is it determines if it's letting noise, any noise in The way it does that is if the noise is over a certain volume, then it opens the gate and lets everything in. If the noise is under a certain volume, then it closes that gate and doesn't let in any sound. When I stop talking, that gate closes from my microphone. So you don't hear anything. For an example, just so you can make sure that you're hearing this, Here's what I'll do. I'll turn on this fan again in the room. Right now, I've got my gate set so high that it's closing whenever I stop talking. But you might be noticing that's kind of cutting off part of my words. Now I've completely disabled the gate. So when I stop talking, you're still hearing some noise in the background from the fan. If I engage the gate, now I have to turn this gate up higher since I've got such loud noise in the background, but if I engage the gate, then you will hear the noise stop when I stop speaking. Now that only takes care of the noise that happens between your words or between sentences, those times that you pause and you're not saying anything. Yes, gates are good, compressing your audio is good, but it doesn't actually remove noise. So like I said, the ways to remove noise is first, turn off whatever is generating the noise. Second, consider if you can moving rooms to somewhere quieter or moving your microphone away from things. And I didn't really number these, so I'm not going to give you numbers from here on out. I also said, consider getting a dynamic microphone instead of a condenser microphone and make sure it's turned away from noise generating sources. Get closer to the microphone and turn the gain down instead of being farther away and having to have the gain up so loud. Consider adding some padding or extra soft furniture in the room. Don't use a gate. Now, there's another way that you can remove noise in your room or in your podcast. And this kind of noise is not the hissing, but it's another kind of noise that you might get. Now, I can't generate it here because it requires rewiring some things. But it's a kind of static noise, not just a hiss, but a static sound coming through your microphone, or it might even have a slight beeping sound to it. That is often created by what's called a ground loop noise, 
where if you have all of your electronic equipment plugged into different circuits, different outlets, you can have this ground loop noise that goes through all your audio hardware and generates this noise in your recording. To avoid that, try having everything plugged into the same surge protector. Every piece of equipment that is connected to your sound, have it all plugged into one surge protector. The other problem you might face, though, is simple line interference noise depending on how you are plugged into your recorder or especially your computer. If you're plugged just into the line in or microphone port, you might get some fan noise, some electronic interference from different parts in your computer, and that is so dependent on what kind of computer you use that I can't really tell you specifics to look for other than maybe turn off the infrared port. That often causes interference on some computers I've seen. Other stuff, you might not be able to prevent the interference. Sometimes, if it's a laptop, running it on battery power instead of plugged into the power reduces the interference. But what I did when I recorded directly into my computer is I would use a digital adapter. What it would do is it would take the audio from my mixer plugged into this digital adapter via RCA and it would convert it to a digital signal into a USB port which I plugged into my computer. By having it digital like that, it reduced or eliminated that kind of line recording noise that I had to always unplug my computer from the power in order to not get that noise. Laptop computer here, okay, not desktop computer. So all of these things are ways that you can remove noise before you start recording. Try those first. Good mic technique, especially. Get closer to the microphone, just not too close. So what if it's completely inevitable that you have recorded noise, how do you remove that noise? Specifically, since I use Audacity, and I think other people should use Audacity, I've defended Audacity against its people who have have attacked it and accused it of being not the best software to use that's free and different things. How can you do this in Audacity? Now, I want to caution you. Do not rely on Audacity to fix your noise. You really should try to fix your noise first before you record. Don't try to fix your noise after you've recorded unless that's your absolute last resort. So I'm going into Audacity now and I have pre-recorded some audio and I had the fan going in the background for this. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that yet. Let's go back to my two different room examples. So here we go. This is downstairs. I'm recording now in the upstairs bedroom just to see what kind of noise is being generated in here. So you can hear that. Now listen to... that was upstairs. Now listen to the downstairs clip. And now I'm in the basement to see how the recording sounds down here. Now notice that hissing noise is behind everything I say. A little technique, by the way, you could put background music in there and that helps muffle the noise, but I don't really recommend that all the time. 
it takes a lot of editing afterward, and we want to try and do things efficiently here on the Audacity to Podcast. So let's use Audacity's noise removal tool. This is how it works. First, select an area of your audio that has noise, just noise. Don't select any spot where you're speaking. Select a spot where it's just noise. So you're looking for the, quote, silent, unquote, sections. So I'm grabbing, I'm just going to edit the first section here where it has that room noise. Here it is. That's from the air conditioner. So I've selected some of that noise. Go into the effects menu, and this is the same in Audacity 1.2 or 1.3, but I'm using 1.3. Go into the effects menu and find noise removal. It's in the top half of the effects lists. When you click on that, the first thing you need to do is click the Get Noise Profile button. What that does is it looks at that audio that you already have selected, and it creates a noise profile. So that way it knows what the noise sounds like. Then grab all of your audio that you want to hear or that you want to remove the noise from. And a little tip here, you can either just click on the track control thing on the left side where the volume sliders are and the balance sliders. If you click that, it selects the entire track. Or if you double click on the audio within the track, then it selects just that portion. If you've clipped anything, by the way, it won't select anything outside of the clips. So however you want to, or you could just click and drag across the screen to select your audio. Now that you've selected the audio that needs the noise removed from it, go to the effect menu and choose noise removal again. And here are some different options. You can change these, but I really don't recommend changing them too much. The noise reduction is how much will it affect the noise? How much quieter will it affect it? The default setting, at least that I'm seeing in my Audacity, is 32 decibels. You might see something like 24 or 20 or whatever. 32 is an okay number. Sure, we'll go with that for now. And this Really, you have to play with it in your program to see what settings work best for you. So I'm going to go in here, use 32. Frequency smoothing is adjusting how smooth it's going to, how much it will smooth this out. The attack and decay time is how quickly does it engage when it hears the noise. So my values are... 32 decibel noise reduction, frequency smoothing is at 150 hertz, and attack and delay is at 0.15 seconds. I'm pretty sure these are the defaults. I don't think Audacity saves them. You might see different defaults, but I don't suggest varying these numbers too much from that. So when I click OK, it goes through, processes my audio, and now listen to it after I have removed the noise. I'm recording now in the upstairs bedroom just to see what kind of noise is being generated in here. Now my audio is still playing. And you're not getting any noise from it. Or if you are hearing noise, it's probably the noise from my computer here in the studio. 
So I have removed the noise from there. But if I apply that same noise profile to my downstairs recording, where I had some louder noise, let's see what kind of effect that has on it. Because it's a different noise profile, but I'm using the same noise profile. So it's not going to completely remove the noise. Listen to this. And now I'm in the basement to see how the recording sounds down here. So if the noise changes in the background, I have to create a new noise profile. So what you do is you select just the section with the noise, go to Effect Menu, click Noise Removal, click the Get Noise Profile button. It figures out what the noise profile is. Then you select your audio that you want the noise removed from, and then you click the effects menu, noise removal again, and then OK. And you can preview it if you want, by the way. So then it removes the noise for me. And now I'm in the basement to see how the recording sounds down here. And there it is. The noise is completely removed for the most part. Now, can this do, can this fix fan noise? Here is another real test for this. This is with the fan running in the background, which I created this noise intentionally, and it's louder noise. So listen. If you want something to laugh about, then I highly recommend that you, I urge you, I, I suggest, I want to motivate you to go over to theramanoodle.com and subscribe to that, my comedy podcast. It so that is recording through the studio equipment, but with a fan on right next to me. Can the noise profile, can the noise removal tool fix this? Yes, maybe. Let's find out. So I grab some of that silent section, go to edit, effect. I click noise removal, get the noise profile. It figures it out. Then I select all of my audio that I want to edit, go to the effect menu, noise removal. I leave the settings as they were, click OK. It processes my audio and then let's hear how it sounds now. If you want something to laugh about, then I highly recommend that you, I urge you, I, I suggest, I want to motivate you to go over to theramanoodle.com and subscribe to that, my comedy podcast. It will make you laugh. Well, at least that's the goal, is that it will make you laugh. So please go to theramanoodle.com, or if you're already on noodle.mx, that's where it takes you. So just head on over to theramanoodle.com or noodle.mx and subscribe to The Ramen Noodle, and you will laugh. Now, there are artifacts of this, and this is why I encourage you to remove your noise before you record. The artifacts that you're hearing sound like I have badly compressed, badly MP3 compressed my file, like I didn't use the lame encoder the right way, like I talked about in audacity, the audacity to podcast.com slash six, episode six. It sounds kind of watery. It sounds kind of like there's water in my voice or something. That's because of how the noise removal works. See, it's looking for audio that matches a certain pattern. That's that noise profile that you selected. 
When it finds it, it removes it. Consequently, that's affecting the rest of your audio. Can it work? Yes, it does work. But you have to decide what you would rather have. Noise or audio that sounds like you badly compressed it with the MP3 compression, that you use some ROM settings. My opinion is it depends. <laughs> That's a good lawyer response for you. If you have a very noisy background, of course, the noisier the room is, the worse it will sound when you remove the noise from your audio. So you can listen to your audio, listen to it in headphones, listen to it on speakers, listen to it in the car, in different environments to figure out and decide ahead of time what you want to do. And you could consider which is the best for you and your audience. Maybe the noise in the background is okay. If it's not very noticeable, it's okay, maybe. Now, like in my studio right now, my laptop, my MacBook Pro, for some reason, has its fan on at a higher speed right now. You might not be able to hear that. I've turned off the air conditioner, which is even louder than the MacBook. But I've decided that the noise my MacBook is creating is quiet enough that I don't need to do any noise removal at all. If the noise was much louder, like one of my podcasts of the Ramen Noodle, I accidentally had some of my equipment set up very wrong because I'd just gotten some new equipment, hooked it up, and I thought I had it turned off, but I actually had it set up wrong and it was turned on still. So what ended up happening is when Jeremy and I recorded in the Audacity podcast or in the Ramen Noodle, the microphones or something was generating a lot of noise and it was unbearable noise. So I decided I would rather remove this noise than leave it in there. And in the end, it didn't sound too bad because thankfully it wasn't extremely bad noise. And I used just decent enough settings with the noise removal that it didn't mess up my audio. Now you can reduce those settings a bit so it can just reduce the amount of noise, not completely remove it. And you could try that too. Now the compressor, if you use the compressor settings that I talk about, what that might do is it could do one of two things, depending on how you have the compressor settings set up that I talked about in episode five. That's the audacity slash five. The settings you use might do weird things to your noise. Like it might increase the volume of your noise at times and then suddenly cut it off or it might completely silence the noise in between your speaking so that's where you have to test it first to find out what works for you so i hope that this has been helpful to you in some ways that you can first reduce noise when you start recording and then ways that you can remove the noise or reduce the noise after you've recorded by the way, I forgot to mention this is a pre-recorded episode because at this time when I would normally be recording this episode, I am getting ready to get married. So if you're listening to this episode when it was published, I'm getting married this Saturday. 
Thank you very much for listening. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Send your feedback to feedback at noodle.mx or call in 859-353-4332. The show notes for this episode are at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 12. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Daniel Lewis.